0: ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Country Rat City Rat Show. Please go ahead and silence all cell phones and do not use flash photography during the recording as it does frighten the performers. Thank you so much and get ready for
1: the show. Hey, what's up, everybody? Coming at you from undisclosed parts of Florida and pre-recorded, we are your hosts, Sunny
0: and Maya.
1: And today we are talking about new beginnings. Welcome to Country Rat, City Rat. This is our revamped version of our uh, previous podcast, Liberal Arts. If this you,
0: is our new beginning. This is
1: our, this is our new beginning and we're also talking about new beginnings.
0: I, everyone, I do need you to hold on to your socks for this episode because it's full of genius ideas such as that one right there. I need you to- that little chestnut.
1: I need you to double knot your shoelaces. <laughs> because we're doing quite a bit of running
0: (laughs) oh god not running
1: um if you are from our previous liberal arts podcast audience thank you so much for joining us again if you're brand new and you never listened to liberal arts please don't start now do not (laughs) start
0: here those listen those are the lost episodes it is okay that those are going to be lost at the times um there's a reason that they're not on the way back machine <laughs> and we should keep it that way.
1: I cannot wait to be applying for a corporate job when I'm 25 <laughs> and someone's like, um, in your episode about weddings, you said that you completely disagree with the sanctity of marriage and that you hate straight individuals. Would you like to further like discuss that and how that would further our corporate mission? I'm so excited to have that conversation.
0: Especially because you'll, you know, be applying for like a divorce attorney's office or something. <laughs>
1: That would be just my luck.
0: Can I say, I think you'd be a really good divorce attorney.
1: You know, I thought about that because, ooh, those husbands, they wouldn't know what's coming. They, they wouldn't know. Not their wives. <laughs> <laughs> Banger tweet.
0: Thank you so much. Retweet, everybody. Oh, uh, follow me on Twitter at little (laughs) celiac disease.
1: Uh, you got to spell that because the way you're spelling disease on Twitter, you are coming up with a new language.
0: Can I tell you this? uh, It's a story. Can I tell you the story?
1: No. What do you think we're here for?
0: (laughs) Girl, we're going to run out of film. Um, I go by the name on TikTok of little celiac disease. For a couple of reasons. One, mainly, I have celiac disease. <laughs> and I think partitioning that with the, the like, mon- I'm over-explaining it because it's whatever. But the moniker of, like, a shitty SoundCloud rapper, I think is just very- I think- I just think that's fantastic. But Twitter has a certain character limit for their usernames. And Lil' Celiac Disease is one letter over the limit. And so I've had to figure out what cacophony of letters I want to use to describe what I'm trying to say. And I had to put a Z in it of all things. Um, But this is a long way of saying, someone asked me at my work the other day what my Twitter handle was. And I was faced with the first time of having to say out loud my Twitter handle of, oh, my Twitter is at little celiac disease and the guy just kind of looked at me and he was like what was that could you um will you spell that for me and i just i was just overcome with such deep shame i was like i don't want to i you know what let me change my twitter handle and my people will get back to your people i'm sorry you had to hear that
1: i love the way that you say (laughs) i love that you say little celiac disease you don't say It's like little celiac disease. It's like very like Dame Maggie Smith. It's like so proper. Very
0: pompous. <laughs> I've been knighted. Oh, it's so, a little celiac disease.
1: And uh, it also makes you think of like a, like physically a little celiac disease. Like you just have a touch of celiac disease.
0: Just a dash. It's not a full
1: just... blown case.
0: Uh, it's only in like a third of my small intestine. Just the top half.
1: You didn't get the rash.
0: I thank the heavens for that one. Um, but I think maybe that will be one of my new beginnings is changing my Twitter handle. Because I don't know if I can apply for serious jobs and <laughs> look up my Twitter and it'd be at Low Celiac Disease.
1: I, okay, the way that I'm about to shoehorn in this story is going to be so funny, but I'd like to talk about the, be- the new beginning that was our friendship in college and I viv, viv, <laughs> I'll never forget this the rest of my life. I told you the story again recently.
0: <laughs> I also lived the story with you.
1: Um, <laughs> um, so very early on in our friendship, Maya explained to me that she had celiac disease. And she explained like what it was like, oh, she can't have gluten. Okay, fabulous.
0: Oh, I know what this one is.
1: <laughs> we were in Target. And we were in the office supplies section and you were like I really need to take a crap I think I had cross contaminated food at dinner and then I got to thinking like Maya is constantly on the verge of shitting herself because of like someone like touched the, the rice spoon in the bread bowl like it's crazy like we're always at this point and so I asked her well So there are people who are lactose intolerant, and they just take a pill to, like, be able to digest it. Why don't they have something for a gluten, like, reaction? And Maya, the sweetest person on Earth up until this moment, I swear to God, became, like, possessed by friggin' Pazuzu from the exorcism. And she gave me, like, the deadliest glare that I could possibly, like, ever envisioned coming out of her body. And she read me the house down about why celiac disease is not the same as being lactose intolerant. And she was like, well, obviously it's because the capillaries in your intestines don't act the same to lactose as they do to, like, just shooting scientific terms at me, literally at the speed of light. And I was like, oh my god. Okay. Why are you, like, angry? How was I supposed to know that?
0: <laughs> I, was, I was angry at the world. <laughs> I was so angry at the world that I had been burdened with this disease. <laughs> and I was just, I was incorrectly attributing that anger to you. you and I do apologize out all very out. national stage <laughs> where everyone will be hearing
1: me say this. It was so public. Like, I swear to <laughs> God, there's probably a family in the next aisle getting a friggin' spark notes on celiac disease. They didn't ask for that. They're just trying to shop for Play-Doh for little Timmy.
0: <laughs> oh, not the Play-Doh. Did you ever eat Play-Doh as a kid?
1: No, I wasn't allowed to have Play-Doh.
0: Like, in your mouth or just at all? At all. Oh, I'm sorry. Didn't yeah. You bring that up? <laughs> I got in trouble for eating too much Play-Doh, <laughs> which I think is kind of a possible clue as to why I am the way I am now.
1: You know, this is a, a fascinating experience for you, though, because I think Plato is now safe to eat because Maybe of kids that's... like you. Because of feral well, I know, children. I by
0: kids like me. <laughs> Maybe that's where the celiac disease came from. Maybe that was my new beginning. <laughs>
1: <laughs> new beginning for your small intestine. I did eat marbles.
0: Like glass ones? Yes. How many?
1: At least five.
0: <laughs> did you did you recover them all?
1: I never saw them again.
0: <laughs> she lost her marbles!
1: <laughs> Girls, they were never seen again. I don't know where they went.
0: She said my marbles have been lost. <laughs>
1: They like entered the building but never exited. It was I literally I think about it almost every day.
0: How I have some questions. May I ask them? Sure. Um, what age were you at this? Oh, was it a variance of ages? Was this a long?
1: It was between desire. (laughs) My strange addiction. Yeah, this is
0: like a (laughs) multi-year.
1: No, I was between the ages of three and four.
0: Oh, okay. I feel like you're not even a full person yet then. So <laughs> my, that's fine.
1: My I skull you were has like not I fused. was twelve. No, I was not. I was I was very young. They just looked so delicious.
0: Did they taste good?
1: They didn't taste like anything.
0: But you went back for four more, at least. I just
1: thought I, I trial and error, girl.
0: She said, I hadn't heard that Albert Einstein quote yet about the same thing being insanity. I was just really trying to get some data. I can't clock you too hard. Um, I ate multiple pennies or tried to as a kid. I remember choking on a penny once um, (laughs) and having to cough it up myself. And I remember thinking, I was probably like five or six. I remember distinctly thinking, I'm going to be so embarrassed if someone finds my dead body because I choked on a penny. And that's why I was trying to cough it up. I was like, I I can't go out like this. I will not be another statistic. I will not be another number.
1: Girl, no one was watching you?
0: (laughs) I... I... I mean, I don't know. I really... Maybe I'll bring that up with my therapist. Because I don't remember any parental figures in this memory. (laughs)
1: Why was no one making sure the child did not eat coins?
0: I... Who knows? Maybe I was... I don't know. Who's to say? But here I am. I've made it through.
1: Also, did that give you, like, a cold or anything? Pennies are... Money is disgusting.
0: I mean, I did... I was hospitalized multiple times as a child for infection of the lungs. Perhaps that came from the penny. Who's to say? I mean, I know the first time was from the waterbed
1: incident, but... We got to move on. <laughs> we got to we're getting into some waters that I don't think we're like we're, getting
0: we're not in choppy the, waters.
1: We're not in the correct like waiters for this. Like we we need <laughs> we don't have a scuba suit. We don't have anything. So let's just get out. <laughs> we'll do the beach cleanup next week. <laughs>
0: you know what? Here's a new beginning for you. One time I thought I was going to have a new beginning as a single child because we lost Amy at a beach cleanup. <laughs>
1: Girl, you've never told me this story. I haven't! You haven't oh never told me this story.
0: I this story, it it truly I was so terrified. We lost Amy. My younger sister, for those who don't know. She's four years younger than me. And Amy, if you're listening, I love you so so much. Amy is one of the most absent-minded people. I have ever met like if she if her mind went to school she'd be charged with truancy it is so absent-minded mama and so (laughs) we were at this huge beach cleanup and it was my dad my stepmom me and my younger sister and we were walking along and we got like a third of the way down the beach and it was like a like a half mile mile long beach cleanup so like two miles total and we were like where is it? Have you seen Amy? Have you seen? Hey, have you seen Amy? Christine, is Amy with you? No? Amy? And like, we were all looking around and there was no Amy. And we were like, um... we came with four, we can't leave with three. So we were all looking around, we were freaking out and it ended up <laughs> morphing into like a, a fair portion of the beach cleanup crew becoming an impromptu, uh, search party for for a missing child, essentially. And so everyone in the the vicinity was not only picking up trash to save the turtles, but we were also like, Amy! Amy! Like, freaking out. Amy must have been, like, six at this point. Maybe a little bit older. And I was, I was flipping out. And so... she was missing for probably 35, 40 minutes and it it turns out she had gotten ahead of us and decided to go ahead and double back. And so she was behind us because she had double backed already. And so, I I mean, there's not a good resolution of the story. We found her. She's still with us to this day, but (laughs) yes, we lost uh, my younger sister at a beach cleanup.
1: I have to ask. Please do. How many people were at this beach cleanup?
0: It was a large event because it was organized by, like, a couple of the different local schools, like, um, National Honor Society and Junior Honor Society clubs and stuff. So it was, like, an advertised beach cleanup event. So probably, like, 75 people, 100 people.
1: Uh, But, like... It's a beach. It's pretty open. Like, you couldn't, like, just see yeah. her down the way in little pink <laughs> shorts or something? Like, ow. Well,
0: There was, in addition to the the recycle squad who showed okay. up, there was also, like, the normal beach goers as well.
1: Oh.
0: And so that kind of exacerbated okay. issues additionally. Um, because every child looks like Amy, who was a... a little white girl (laughs) with blonde hair that's like a fair a fair percentage of the kids on the
1: beaches (laughs) madeline mccann tease um i had another question i honestly i thought the conclusion of the story was going to be that she joined like another family (laughs) like a
0: (laughs) She probably Like wished. a little duckling. That's probably what she was trying to do.
1: She was trying to get out. I thought you were going to say like, oh yeah, there was a family of seven and all the kids were blonde <laughs> and they just thought that Amy was another one of their gaggle of kids. I thought that was going to be the conclusion. I was a little.
0: I think that's how the Duggers have ended up getting their last three. Well, she is still with us to this day. As far as I. Oh my God. Did you hear that?
1: Mary, what was that? <laughs>
0: thunder.
1: Oh, I thought it was a gunshot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Here's a new beginning. Um, Miss Sunny came up the other day and... The
1: other day? Girl, it was not the other day. It was like two months ago.
0: <laughs> time is fake. Um, Sunny came up the other day
1: okay.
0: and she heard her first gunshot.
1: Okay. <laughs> I was we we were all standing in Maya's kitchen, and then we heard bang pop, and I was like, "Girly, what was that? What was that all about?" And you were like, <laughs> "And you were like, yes, the gun range, like Miss Bumpkin, like I'm the crazy one for never have heard a have heard a gunshot before." I mean, okay, you've
0: lived in Florida for a couple of years at this point.
1: I didn't live in Florida. <laughs> I lived in Florida. You lived in Florida. I lo- Florida. Fiesta salsa quinceañera. <laughs> I, hope, I hope I love doing she- well. We should get her on the oh podcast my gosh, that, when we blow okay. up.
0: Yes. That needs to be our first big goal. I want us to make like a sticker chart and we'll have like, get a sponsorship, get a quip sponsorship. I want our first like, almost inconceivable goal to be- having rainy rodriguez on the podcast
1: oh my god that would be i hope she's
0: doing well i hope she i hope the pandemic treated her well
1: what does she like do these days what's her new beginning <laughs> you know you a new in. beginning
0: i'll tell you a new beginning one of my favorite yeah. musicals of all time is hairspray my absolute dream role is to play tracy turnblad Um, the girl who played her in the 2007 musical movie adaptation was Nikki Blonsky. Loved her. I love that movie adaptation. I watched it all the time as a kid. Absolutely adored her in that role. That's the girl who was in that Fat Camp show that I was telling you about that Mm -hmm. really was Mm -hmm. not great for my self-esteem. Um, thank Mm -hmm. you, ABC and Freeform TV. Um, and... Her new beginning was after Hairspray and the Fat Camp series She left acting and went on to become A hairdresser
1: That's awesome
0: get ready for this She came out as a lesbian
1: Yes she did did. Yes You know who else is a
0: lesbian? The the best friend from Princess Diaries
1: I never watched that Oh my
0: gosh we need to change that expeditiously <laughs> not to bring out my sat words here but <laughs> we got some
1: multiple syllables coming out <laughs> <Multiple> syllables. <laughs> it sucks not
0: being able to speak any language fluently i don't
1: even have one um rainy rodriguez seems to <laughs> Rainy. Ro- <laughs> Step one to getting her on the podcast is to learn how to say her name, <laughs> Rainy Rodriguez. Oh my god
0: I'm gonna take over here. Um,
1: Rainy Alina Rodriguez. <laughs> okay, Sophia so- Vergara here on the other line. <laughs> Spotless pronunciation. <laughs>
0: Rainy Rodriguez, um, I hope people know who we're talking about, if they don't, we're just in She was on, Um, she was on, here's a, not a new beginning, but an old beginning I've loved Rainy Rodriguez for years because she was in the Paul Blart Mall Cop movies And her character's yes. name was Maya
1: Oh my God! Her name was yeah. Maya. First of all, I pause everything. <laughs> stop what you are saying. I need to tell everyone about <laughs> this. No ahead. The mall that Mall Cop was filmed at is in Burlington, Massachusetts, and I used to go to that <gasps> mall all the time did you really? because I lived. Yes, girl. I definitely told you this. You I have definitely not. told you this. I would
0: remember. I love
1: Mall Cop. I did. <laughs>
0: even know what to make of that confession just keep going that surprised even me
1: girlie pop (laughs) i told you this i told you and lily and tj are two other friends when well i told you guys the story while we were playing Scategories. i was
0: probably really focused i zone in when we're playing i play to win i don't know what you chumps are doing but i play to win
1: we were i we did the category was movie movie titles and we had m and i put mall cop and i told you guys that fact
0: i'll be honest i don't remember but there's a reason eyewitness testimony isn't allowed in court
1: okay you know what <laughs> i'm so sorry everybody i
0: wish i could remember on behalf of you and you know what i accept that narrative i believe you and you know what
1: thank you so much for bringing that up because this episode is sponsored by the Innocence project <laughs> Um, but yeah, I like. I went to that Legal Seafood that was in Mall Cop. I went to that Rainforest Cafe, bitch. I went to that T-Mobile stand. I've never I was to a there. Cafe. We we need to make sure that they serve things that you can eat, little celiac <laughs> disease, and then we will go. They have but like that-
0: baked Rhesus monkey or something <sighs> instead of the fried and breaded one. What's their whole deal? What do they serve? What is their Is it just that you have to eat with really loud animatronic noises behind you? Like, what's the tea? Give me the loadout on Rainforest Cafe.
1: I went to- I I typed in rainforest.com, and now I'm on something about saving- (laughs) Saving the Amazon Amazon Rainforest. Rainforest Cafe menu. They serve, like,
0: food. I think there's one in
1: Universal.
0: We should go to Universal. I think there
1: is. Girl, I want to go so bad. I want to go so bad. Okay, so they have fried shrimp, Mm -hmm. uh, fish and chips. They have like some little pasta dishes. None of those that you're listing. (laughs) They have, uh, ooh, spicy Korean stir fry. They have steak. They have uh, mojo pork. They have like sides. They have burgers.
0: Okay. That's that's fine. I can get like a I I can I can eat some of those. Do they have salads?
1: We can just we can just go and drink. You know what? That is awesome. I don't see salads on this list. This is not a healthy choice. (laughs) 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 When
0: was that first made? Like were the caveman getting lit or when did that when did alcohol come about? When was alcohol the...
1: what was the new beginning of alcohol?
0: <laughs> Fermented beverages existed in early Egyptian civilization, and there is evidence of an early alcoholic drink in China around 7,000 BC. In India, an alcoholic beverage called sura, distilled from rice, was in use between 3,000 and 2,000 BC. Oh my gosh! Okay, so um, one of the very first things on the human agenda was to get turned. And I appreciate that. I appreciate that we haven't changed one
1: bit. <laughs> Literally Cleopatra in the club, just like... <laughs>
0: Do you think they had dance clubs? That can't be a new invention. They had orgy Girl, houses. They had to have dance clubs.
1: Not the, Not their orgy, jacuzzi, spa bath, the Bath and Body Works moments. Oh
0: my god, I wonder if they had soap stores. Do you think they had farmer's markets? I guess that was just any market. <laughs>
1: everybody was a farmer
0: we are farmers. not sponsored by farmers but farmers if you are listening we can be you also could girl reach- idaho
1: potatoes <laughs> idaho potatoes dm us call us line seven we'd love to talk about some hot potatoes you pick up that
0: phone and you tell that operator to get in touch with the city rat and the country rat and they'll they'll know who to put you through to. And we'll
1: have a new beginning together. Do you know how, Do you know hamburger phones? Yes,
0: I love those. At Idaho,
1: at Idaho Potato Corporate, they only have hot potato phones.
0: I, it's just them constantly switching hands because they're piping hot. Okay, mm. I went to a uh. um, a birthday party once as a kid. It was a strange birthday party. I distinctly remember um, the girl. The present she was most excited for was she had a wrapped box of Captain Crunch. And she was like, We're never allowed to eat sugar with cereal in it. And we're going to make this last. And I was like, Oh.
1: Okay. You just said sugar. You just said sugar with cereal in it. <laughs> oh, did I? <laughs> <laughs> we're not allowed to have sugar with cereal in we it. Were not allowed have- <laughs> we weren't allowed to have cereal with sugar in it. Um, this is how I met your dragons all over again. <laughs> if you're an OG listener, you know that one.
0: Different <laughs> lost episodes. Um, she never. She was like freaking out, so excited about this Captain Crunch. She later ran away. Um, different side. T- <laughs> years later, she ran
1: away. For more Captain Crunch, <laughs> she ran away with Captain Crunch.
0: <laughs> Last I heard, her and the captain are doing well, but um. Uh, the point of me bringing this all up was that we played hot potato at her house but it wasn't like the little plastic game her mom had literally boiled potatoes and would take them out of the boiling water and hand them to us to play hot potato with and it was like a bunch of like eight-year-olds like trying to throw around this boiling hot potato and like getting scorched hands happy birthday adriana if you're listening
1: with you there adriana you deserve better
0: it's it's just it's the same type of energy as the people who use their kids as like a gorilla uh like recruiting tactic where they're like well she can come stay over but she has to go to church with us in the morning like (laughs) why are you doing mission trips out of your daughter's second grade class
1: so true kidnapping
0: the kids to go to church just let them be (laughs)
1: God, is this Sarah's ninth birthday <laughs> sleepover, or is this my mission trip to South Africa? My gosh. That's funny. I'm thankful I never had that experience. No one ever pulled that one on me.
0: I distinctly remember <laughs> my mom dragging us out of a church one time, because it was right after the divorce, um, and for any listeners, I know that's probably a shock to hear that I come from a broken home, um, <laughs> I know that was very hard to guess based on me. Um, but it was like very soon after the divorce and we were at this, this I don't know, a church meeting, what is it called? Like service, uh, not ceremony.
1: Yeah service. yeah. service. And
0: it was close to Valentine's day and the pastor had done this entire really aggressive service on how if you were a failure in marriage and got divorced, you would never be allowed into heaven. And how you were just, like, a huge failure and a sinner. And my mom ended up, like, leaving the service early and taking us out of the, the kids, like, church club or whatever the hell it was. Um, and I remember us, like, leaving and she was crying because of how, like, aggressive this guy was. It was actually, they held the church in my later-to-be high school. Which I think is strange that churches are allowed to be housed in public schools, but
1: what say you <sighs> I totally agree. I have no idea why that's happening in a public school setting. Um, number 2, you know, I have a story that actually kind of relates mm-hmm. to this. I don't think I ever told you the story. We're but getting for so a many short- new
0: beginnings in these episodes.
1: Of- uh, uh, divorce is a new beginning. My and I both come from families uh, broken broken families. Um, we we broken families <laughs> no um we turned out fine um well i'm speaking for myself but uh, so for a p- hang on you take, a, take two on that
0: one
1: <laughs> for context my father is a non-us citizen he lives outside the united states for a brief period in my early childhood, I believe I was four or five. I was very so young. right after the
0: marbles
1: um, era. Oh, <laughs> yes. The marbles were probably resurfacing <laughs> in my poo right about now. Um, and my father was back in the United States for a brief amount of time. And my mom was trying to, like, reconnect or something. Oh boy. And, but he, he was like, no, I'm not feeling it. And so... My mom decided to take the liberty to like follow him around what? the state of Massachusetts. And I remember we followed him to like church on a Sunday. And my mom was like, okay, we're going to put on our disguises. And she had handed me a dollar store wig <laughs> and a baseball cap. And she had me put it on in the front of this little white van that we had borrowed from somebody to follow Mr. Thing around My 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 father. And I was like, let's put our disguises on. We put these ridiculous sunglasses on. These, I'm, when I say dollar store, I mean from the dollar store, from the dollar store right across the street from our house in Chelsea, L- literally like f- trying to seek this guy out in the Sunday search crowd as they were all trickling into the church. I was like, what is this? Why, do you, have is this Why did you have to wear a wig? What is this mission impossible? Why
0: do you have to wear a wig? And I don't even think you're supposed so we didn't- to wear hats in church.
1: Well, we didn't go into <sighs> church. We were oh, we were in a car outside the church. Watching. Oh,
0: okay. That makes way more sense.
1: <laughs> we were doing like a stakeout. Oh, okay. I got
0: you. A holy stakeout. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, What I was confused- What I later became confused about was why I had to wear a disguise because my dad wouldn't know what I looked like. Yeah. My parents split when I was like, literally, I was like pooping myself. (laughs) I was like three months old and I was like four or five at this time. So like, it didn't make any sense. Yeah, you could
0: have been any ethnically ambiguous. I could have been anyone. (laughs) With a dollar store wig on. Yeah. yeah. Were you, I have a question. I don't want it to come off as offensive. Were you darker in complexion as a kid? (laughs) I think
1: God got angry at me for asking that. Did you hear that thunderclap? Lightning and the thunder. <laughs> We're the gonna the get thunder, copyright. Imagine Dragons.
0: Uh, if you're listening, Imagine Dragons, reach out to us.
1: <laughs> Would you like to be on our podcast episode next Monday, ten AM? Thank you so much. Are people um, get in
0: contact with yours?
1: Yes, I was. I was actually darker than I am now. I thought
0: that from like early pictures and
1: stuff well those pictures that i showed you i was like 14 that's so.
0: before
1: now oh yeah but i thought you meant like as a like a child well yeah
0: but like we're, yeah
1: yes long story <laughs> short i was i was i was very dark i, w- I was vi- i was very very dark i was very dark
0: and your mom what just beat it out of you
1: um, I started saying inside more. Uh,
0: the room, um, uh, method. <laughs>
1: Oh my god. My told me about the, you told me about this short story, The Room, which I actually, I was like, okay, I'll read it. Um, anyone who knows me knows that I can't read. Reading is very painful for me. I don't know how to read. It's really hard. And so I was like, yeah, I'll read it. That sounds interesting. Knowing full well, I was completely lying out of my ass because I don't read. And I found out that it was actually adapted into a Feature-length film starring Brie Larson. Oh my God, that and was And I was her? like, yes.
0: Miss Marvel.
1: Yes. Oh my gosh,
0: I didn't realize that was good for her.
1: It was such a good movie.
0: I have
1: to watch it sometime. <laughs> you say, <laughs> see, now you're now you're doing me with the yeah. reading. You will not watch I will
0: it. Not. I cannot sit still for a full movie, especially one that's gonna make my stomach turn and toil like that.
1: But you read the book; you know what's going to happen. I, but I didn't
0: have to watch it.
1: But you know what's going to happen. Yeah, but I
0: didn't have to see it.
1: You didn't have mental images in your mind while you were reading no, the book. No, I
0: suffered a stroke eight years ago.
1: <laughs> Again, more new information <laughs> than it's big- new, freshly coming say, to light. I I
0: found out on Twitter today that you can have a stroke in your twenties. Because I saw a girl who was 23 and she had a stroke, so now I'm scared about that too.
1: I. Yeah, you can have a stroke at any age. I mean. You didn't know that? I,
0: I, I guess, like, f- theoretically, yeah, but it's not. Like, what is causing you to have a stroke at 23?
1: A lack of oxygen oh, to the oh. brain. It's a sudden thing. It's, it doesn't have anything to do with the age. I'm sorry, Dr. Like, Dr. I, Dorfman. Like, I could have a heart attack right now. Well,
0: don't. You have to edit this. I mean, I...
1: Like, <laughs> <laughs> Maya does not know how to use audacity. I am the audacity queen. <laughs> that is, I'm the queen of audacity.
0: She, she has the audacity. I am a LimeWire bitch. <laughs> do you remember LimeWire?
1: I don't know what that means. LimeWire was,
0: like, the first audio editing software in, like, the early 2000s. Oh. I remember, um, my older ex-stepbrother, <laughs> follow that trade if you want to get off of this off. um, he played me a Katy Perry song or something, and a Beatles song, I think, and he played them backwards on LimeWire, and told me that they were, like, asking for help, and it freaked me out, made me on Nightmare's. River, if you're watching, shout out.
1: (laughs) River. Girl, what you say (laughs) matters. You gotta... I swear to God, he is... I I can't remember the other story that you tell, but there's another story that you tell me semi-frequently about River scaring the crap out of you by completely lying to your face.
0: Oh, wait, which one was that? I remember there's one where he scared me and I dropped the flaming marshmallow I was holding and it dripped onto my skin um and I still have the burns to this day um there was one where I kicked him in the nuts cause he stole my glasses what was it?
1: okay he he no he like he told you like something and presented it as factual and it was not factual he did
0: that a lot
1: there's quite a few that you tell me I'm like this kid is a menace <laughs> to society
0: he was Dennis the Menace. I see where
1: he gets it from. Dennis the Menace.
0: River, if you're watching, this is all set with peace and love.
1: River, please get a therapist. <laughs> this is crazy town. Um, honestly, who am I to talk? I tell, you, I, pr- I tell you things all the time that are bold-faced lies.
0: This is news to me.
1: Well, like, like the Snow White one.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That was a good one. I don't even think that's lying. That's just messing with each other.
1: Because <laughs> I do that to you, too. Oh, yeah. That's what. <coughs> yes. We've oh. had so
0: many. I I will say that you and I not only play well off of each other, but I think that we're quite convincing to the other one.
1: <laughs> Honestly, it is. I've met because my match You tell me you. all the time. You tell me all the time. I'll be, like, trying to tell you a story or something, and you'll be like, is this real? Or is this fake? Because I can't <laughs> tell the difference. And frankly, I think we're just both good at acting.
0: We are both Pisces Mercury's. Mercuries. Shout out to the moon.
1: <laughs> moon, if you would like to be on our podcast, please con- Please cont- contact us at cityratcountryrat at gmail.com. Oh, do we
0: have that security to, um... <laughs> we um, actually
1: should do that. No, I'll um our editor can Great. do that. Right? Um
0: also is it country rat, city rat, or city rat country rat because I think we've said different instances.
1: Oh, it's country cat city rat. <laughs> is that what I was saying? <laughs> Wait, now sir so now there's a cat? Yes, it's always been cat. Rats. Oh, no, that's way that's cat. I a... like
0: that. I think I said it wrong in the intro then.
1: They'll know what we're called based on what it says on the Spotify in the little title.
0: (laughs) We'll just overdub me going, country cat, city cat.
1: (laughs) Um, Maya recently got a new job, which is a new beginning of employment. It really is.
0: And I feel like this has been a new beginning of, uh, the new era of Maya. This is my post-COVID era. (laughs) Um... Is it? Yeah, it is. I'm working at a crystal shop downtown where I live in um, Redacted, Florida, and <laughs> it's like a, it's like a jewelry crystal, um, Swarovski crystal shop. There's a whole, there's a lot going on, but I love it. It's, it's a service job in the private sector, <laughs> um, but I'm having a ball with it. I meet so many interesting characters
1: is it an llc or an llm
0: i think it's an um mlm <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's uh life
0: uh, yeah i'm working for um doTERRA and i'm really excited about it Not
1: do- <laughs> oh my god everybody go watch betting on zero it's so interesting if you're into like anti-mlm content okay T- tell us about your job i'm
0: just i'm absolutely adoring it i've met so many interesting characters i've met a six foot tall drag queen from kentucky um and his mom i've met a lady who came up on a boat with her husband from the keys she forgot all of her earrings it was a whole thing she came in like a couple days in a row and we got we you know we were chatting i've just i've met so many interesting people i'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying it
1: I'm so happy for you.
0: And I get to be surrounded by shiny, sparkly, awesome stuff all day. My, I will say I'm not super pleased with the amount that I spend on the merchandise. <laughs> because they have really fantastic pieces of jewelry and really cool, like, crystals and stuff like that. And I am totally uh, a hippie and a spiritual, crazy person. So, other than that little chestnut i'm absolutely adoring the job
1: i'm so happy for you i'm glad that you were able to find non-exploitative uh work i mean i working. feel like i should be
0: paid more for
1: what i do but that's i think an economic I ev- issue ladies and gentlemen everyone should be making a million dollars a second i
0: think that we just need to all beat up jeff bezos I don't... Like, you know how when Mario, when you beat something, it pops a coin out? Like, ding, ding, ding! Oh, I think we should try that, but with, like, um, Amazon credit.
1: I think we should go back to just the plain old... The good old days of robbery and thievery.
0: (laughs) We need a new Robin Hood.
1: We all need to just go down to Wall Street and just start punching people and stealing their goddamn wallets. You know what?
0: I was too young for the first Occupy Wall Street... Let's do it again, Sam. Let's do it. That should be our new beginning. When we go to New York, (laughs) we will occupy Wall Street. FBI, if you're listening, that's a joke.
1: Oh my god, how funny.
0: (laughs) We should do speech lessons for an episode.
1: That's a fabulous idea. I would love that. Sponsored by Speechify or whatever. (laughs) Um i think we should go to new york city and we should take a picture in front of the new york stock exchange <laughs> stock exchange and we should c- caption it occupy wall street i love street.
0: that I lo- isn't there a statue or something of a bull there
1: girl i don't I think know think there's a
0: statue of a bull there i think i remember them like doing something to the bull in a form of protest and all the bankers were like
1: you can't do that it's our bull hey that was our thing. I never watched Wolf <laughs> of Wall Street, so.
0: Actually, I haven't either. We should watch that. We should add that to the list.
1: I would be bored to tears. I think
0: there's cocaine in it. And Margot Robbie. I think she's in there.
1: <sighs> I would just put me to sleep. Jonah
0: Hill is in it?
1: Oh, yes. He's the other guy. He's the guy that sells the other guy the cocaine. Oh my
0: gosh. Okay. Entrepreneur. I love a small business think, owner. King.
1: I think Jonah Hill is hot. I, th-
0: you know what, I, I, I don't, but not because of him. It's it's because of me. Okay. <laughs> it's it's not him. It's me. Um, I okay. think he is so charismatic. He is so charismatic, and he is absolutely f- hysterical. I think I think Seth Rogen is attractive. I know that they are literally um, just a different font of the exact same man.
1: One is a little taller.
0: <laughs> I think one just smokes a little bit more pot.
1: I totally agree. I just,
0: current Seth Rogan to me, I just, maybe it's the fact that he claps back at Republicans on Twitter every day. Yeah. I just, I'm sorry, but he could turn me.
1: Um, I, we should watch Super Bad. Both of them are in it. Oh, was
0: that like the, the Batman one? <laughs> am. <Ma'am. laughs> like Superman. Um, I actually have never seen Super Bad, and I don't know what it is about. Is that the one with Michael Sarah?
1: Yes, I think you would find it funny. It's really I funny. Like,
0: I've never seen Juno either.
1: That one was a tough one for me.
0: Did you see that most recent picture of Elliot Page?
1: yeah he's hot
0: his six pack is incredible
1: it's very prominent
0: it's it's impressive good for him um
1: he said the body is here
0: (laughs) we've arrived (laughs) um what about your new job slash lack thereof (laughs) girl tell me about this new beginning
1: it's hard, okay? So I am working as a, like, a summer intern at a, uh, it's a, it's a nonprofit organization that does stuff with children in, in high school and helps them. That sounds, I, the way I said it, it made it sound like a pedophilia thing. I, it's, they are helping the children.
0: I will say, um, I recommended a song from the new Bo Burnham specialty earlier. There's also a quick little song about, um, the unethical Like existence of unpaid internships that I think you would like.
1: I swear to God, I'm like, I'm just so fed up. I'm so sick of working for free. Yeah, it's
0: exploitation in like the finest sense. You're getting paid in existence. You're getting paid to just keep working there, but you're not being paid at all. Your pay is existence.
1: I'm just so hurt. Like uh, yeah. By the end of by the end of August, it will be literally and like a full calendar year of working for zero dollars. Oh my god! Because back at school, I had two semesters of an unpaid internship as well.
0: I just I don't understand how that's legal. Like you're working full hours.
1: I am, and. My the program that I'm working for exists under like the ownership of a private um, like K through 12 school in my town. I looked up what the tuition is today. Because like I was like okay it's a private school it's it's not that they can't pay me it's a won't pay me and I was like okay well maybe it's a like maybe it's one of those private schools where they try to like make it affordable so like everyone can go here girly pop I looked it up it's sixteen thousand dollars a year to go there dollars Dolores in a year yes I, hold on let me get my calculator up.
0: And it's a through K-12, you're saying to me?
1: Yes, I am. So that's 13 years
0: times 16,000. $208,000 if you sent your kid there for, like, their whole education career. That could buy, like... uh, 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 That could buy, like, a mansion in Texas and at least, like, a porta potty in New York.
1: I'm just like, I can't even think about it because it makes me want to punch a wall. Who and has I don't the say
0: money to expend on a child's education where there is free alternatives that equate to more money than some people will see in their entire lives. Like, where is that money coming from? What is what is happening? How are you making all this money?
1: It literally must come from like the friggin goddamn sky i
0: i i just i don't understand it i don't understand how this reminds me of when we were watching jeopardy and the question was like at what annual income does the top one percent start at for an american and you and i and our other best friend lily and tj i think we were all guessing and we were saying like a couple million dollars a year maybe The top 1% of America starts at $450,000 a year.
1: Yeah, which, frankly, does not sound like a lot of money. No, it
0: doesn't. And and that's the kind of craziest part. 99% of Americans are making less than that.
1: Yeah. Honestly, I think... uh, Didn't we look it up once, and it's like something crazy, like 60% of Americans don't even make 50K a year?
0: Yeah, it's absolutely... I think there's another statistic that's like most americans don't have enough money and savings to live past two missed paychecks
1: yeah no yeah it's like the
0: wealth inequality and the ability to obtain wealth inequality is just so so messed like so messed up it's so i don't know
1: do you know what's so funny we did this in our other podcast in our lost episodes raiders of the lost episodes um, we always did this thing where we would get into like the heavy like societal critiques at like the very end of the episode. <laughs> so like, I remember in our I remember in our generations episode, we ended off talking about like we were I think we were also talking about like the wealth yeah. gap and we were talking about like sexism in the workplace and it was like, okay join <laughs> us next Tuesday we're gonna be talking about elephants it was <laughs> or whatever. We always get like <laughs>
0: very deep at the very end.
1: Hi, welcome to Black Pills Podcast. <laughs> We're your hosts, Sunny and Maya. Welcome to
0: Anarch and Cap. <laughs> I am your <laughs> co-host Maya.
1: Girl, have you ever listened to the Red Scare podcast?
0: that sounds scary.
1: Look it up. You will howl. It's the. St- it's it's like funny sad. Oh, okay, word. I'll look it up. Um. Yeah. So I'm uh, back to the original point. I am looking for a night job currently to supplement the fact that I am working eight hours a day for zero dollars. And I actually got a job today um, making eight dollars an hour, but uh, presumably probably a seven hour shift per night. It, so I, I got to work eight hours for free and then seven hours for eight bucks an hour. What is seven t- seven times eight seven? Seven times eight is fifty six. So I do all that for fifty six dollars. Okay, so who for our new beginnings of our new podcast? Who who is our dream? Who's our dream guest list? Well,
0: Rainy Rodriguez, um, Robin Williams.
1: Uh, he's, but he, uh, realistic like realistic, like people who will who would not don't say like friggin kim kardashian oh i would
0: not be saying that um no offense miss kardashian i'm sure you're listening <laughs> okay
1: she works to get innocent people out of prison now
0: yeah I, I know that she's in law school i feel bad she keeps getting kind of like trashed in the press because she has failed the baby bar exam a couple times but that's a hard exam i think she's trying at the very least
1: Well, she's using her money to pay for like good legal representation for people who should not be in prison. I stand her. I stand her. I don't know enough
0: to stand her, but she seem she's a single mom, and I have the utmost respect for them. Um, (laughs) let's see. So, Miss Rodriguez. Um, I can I be honest? This is gonna Um, really be a pipe dream. I would love to talk to um. Like Danny Gonzalez.
1: Oh my god! Or like Drew Gooden,
0: or like Noel Miller, or Cody Co- like that kind of like the Rat Pack of, <laughs> of yeah. Vine, You know what I mean? Like, I I feel like all of them are just so funny, and but they also have really interesting pre like internet fame histories of like yeah. being computer developers or computer or coders, and like I just think they would be really interesting people to talk to. And Danny Gonzalez plays Minecraft now, so. Oh my gosh, and Curtis! I, Curtis, I know you're listening. We did not mean to forget you, my friend. You are definitely on that list.
1: I think Curtis would come on our podcast. I
0: would hope so. <laughs> Maybe we should just make sure we do more than one episode.
1: I think we okay here's what we need to do so he did that collab with the DaVinci twins right and they're not they're not super famous they had like a hundred thousand followers on TikTok I think that's a lot and like okay yeah but like that's not unattainable yeah no I agree I agree with what you're saying
0: mm-hmm. I think we just need to keep grinding we need to be the high school athletes of our nightmares.
1: <gasps> we'll never know the epic highs and lows of high school podcasting. <laughs> we're not, I don't know why I said that. We're not in high school. We're in collage. collage. Oh.
0: We are collegiate podcasters <laughs> for the NCAA.
1: No, the NCAA. <clears throat> I N-C- are you
0: think of NAACP because we're not a part of that.
1: <laughs> oh. So, okay. I always get that ACP and the NCAA confused. Let's leave the
0: acronyms to me.
1: Why can't they just say Why can't <laughs> N- NCAA just be called Basketball Association? Like it's just too much. Um
0: yeah, like Sportball Club or something like that would that be easier for you?
1: The orange ball that you throw in the hoop.com. Well, it's more than just
0: basketball. It's all college It sp- is. All college sports, girl
1: oh my god
0: (sighs) like it's it's soccer it's softball it's esports it's ice hockey you know what moment, every moment's a learning moment can i tell you something very embarrassing i was the equivalent of a weeaboo but for england (laughs) and like middle school and high school i was like an anglophile i was (laughs) i was obsessed With British culture, British, like, zeitgeist, I watched almost solely British, like, television programs and shows, like, not just Doctor Who or Sherlock, like, I went deep cuts, I was, like, watching their daily programming on, like, Channel 4 and stuff, (laughs) like, just normal British television, like, their game shows and shit, um, I, (laughs) it took, that was that was like one of my first big hyper fixations was just the culture of england
1: is it because of harry potter
0: um, i'm sure that was part of it i think it was part of it part of doctor who part of sherlock and all of that but it went so far beyond just the bbc broadcasting channel
1: it's elementary my dear basil <laughs> that's my impression of Sherlock. that was great
0: you know fun fact Never in, in any of the books does he ever say, it's elementary, my dear Watson. He only says, it's elementary, and or, my dear Watson. Oh, that's right. His
1: name is Watson. Yeah, I
0: don't know where Basil was coming from.
1: It's from the Great Mouse Detective.
0: Oh, I mean, I, I confuse those a lot, too. They're both classic literature works.
1: I mean, Great Mouse Detective is Sherlock Holmes. I think he's they a They just mouse. change the characters. I, I, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> They just change the. It's like oh, it's it's like like how she's the man is Greece is Romeo and Juliet. (laughs) Yeah,
0: what did you say? Greece.
1: (laughs) Wait.
0: Yeah. Yes, Greece is also yeah. They're they're both adaptations of Romeo and Juliet.
1: Okay, so so Greece is West Side Story, and West Side Story is Romeo and Juliet, and Romeo and Juliet is Adam and Eve. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
0: Do you believe that theory that Shakespeare is, like, a bunch of different people conglomerated into one entity?
1: I, okay, this is our premiere episode, it can be five hours (laughs) long, who cares? Um, so I came across that theory in middle school, and I thought there were some interesting points to it, like, the fact that Shakespeare never went to, like, formal school, like, he didn't go to Mm -hmm. a grammar school or anything, so it was, like okay, well, how did he write so well? And I think I also read that like, no one in his family went to school either, or like would have had like the knowledge to teach him how to write like that. And there were other things where I was like, okay, yeah, I kind of I kind of believe that, but you know, I'm not gonna say much. Then sophomore year of college I took a class that was all about Shakespeare and basically on the first day of class my professor literally gave us handout like printed out research like journal articles print about why that that theory is like wrong oh like not no they did they didn't give any like rebuttal to it in this like little pamphlet but they were basically like this is a threat to the integrity of academic research and my professor was like if anyone oh. brings that up i will not be entertaining oh any discourse gosh. surrounding and, and i was like girl i we didn't even introduce we didn't even get to hi my name is sarah i'm an english mage like
0: whoa what wh- wh- Girl. I don't know who Shakespeare hired for his PR team, but they are still working. Like, oh my god.
1: This one PR firm has been in business for 800 years. <laughs> Literally, I guess. Because I, I was like, okay, well, I came across a theory in middle school, okay? I'm 20 years old now. I was like, I wasn't even going to bring it up. Girl, I forgot all about it. You're you the one res- who brought this to my, my table. You girl. And so I was like, great, I won't ask any goddamn questions about Shakespeare not being real. My God.
0: This is a very God. hostile learning environment, in my opinion.
1: It it was nuts. And then she was like, <gasps> okay. hi, everybody, my name is Dr. Sniffin. Taduzia, you I feel like that
0: was a fair, like, question at the very least, because he was very prolific, especially for his time. Like, I think that's a fair question. Yeah. Also, it's not like there's, like, a, a ton of data about his life beyond what he wrote like i i also kind of agree that it's a little difficult to believe that in just one person created an entire style of poetry and iambic pentameter and everything like i just i i don't know not to discredit mr willie shakes but i just i don't know we need to have snopes on the show
1: I don't know. Let's let's ask Mr. Shakespeare himself. Come on down. Oh my gosh, he's coming in from line five. That would be the friggin' gag of the century if we did a podcast seance (gasps) to William Shakespeare. We should add him to the
0: guest list.
1: Okay, perfect.
0: Okay, so Willie Shakespeare, um,
1: Haley Williams. I
0: don't think she's dead.
1: We don't have to do a seance. Oh, okay. We can just just call call her. her. Great. Do do a Skype. I think, oh my gosh, what if we got, like, a former Jeopardy! contestant on here? What if we got Deep Blue? (gasps) Is she dead?
0: Um, I don't think they unplugged her yet.
1: Oh my god, IBM dismantled (gasps) Deep Blue after its victory. When When it it beat Bobby Fischer? It did the chess, yes. Oh, no, it was against Casper. Oh,
0: that's right. I was completely off there. That's my apologies. Um, Mike, my oh. father, if you're watching, I apologize. I know that you're really big into chess. I did know that. Um, Why did they do that to her? They used her and then just broke her down.
1: Also, I would like to say... Why is Deep... Deep Blue is referred to an it, okay? That's not fair. Deep Blue is clearly a woman. Yeah,
0: She. Don't take away this girl boss moment. IBM. Didn't know the M stood for male.
1: This is a win for the girls.
0: Deep Blue is a girl boss. Pass it on. (laughs) This episode is dedicated to Deep Blue and all the other girl bosses out there.
1: Okay, new merch idea. (laughs) We're getting way ahead of ourselves. We're like, oh my god, when we go on tour, like, okay. <laughs> you know, I think we're just let's... manifesting
0: it. It's just, well, we're either manifesting it or, or being manic, but. <laughs> you know what? I haven't read The Da Vinci Code, but I think this is part of it. Okay, you would uh,
1: live and die for that movie. I have the book. I think. I have
0: the book on my shelf right over there. Maybe that'll
1: be my new beginning this week. <laughs> I read that book when I was 10 years old. Um, I don't know why someone gave me that book and was like, I think you'd like this. I think because I was a history mm-hmm. nerd. And I don't think I should have been reading that book when I was 10. But oh my god, it changed my life. That
0: was the exact reaction I had, but with Twilight.
1: <laughs> I was exposed. I didn't know you liked Twilight. Oh my
0: gosh. I, I, I literally was obsessed with Twilight for my my late elementary school middle school years i read that book over like i read the whole series i reread the series I, i read fan fiction like i was so into it and it's so funny i recently found out that like the the discourse about like team jacob or team edward was about like who was hotter and i i like i i understood it to be like who was the better compatibility partner with Bella it was apparently just about attraction so I was always team Bella but I'm also gay so here we are
1: girl even I could figure that out and I have never seen the movies
0: Uh, you know what Robert Pattinson let's and Kristen Stewart let's add both of them to the guest list
1: I'm not gonna say what I would say about Kristen Stewart then if we're gonna have her on the poodcast I think she looks like I think she looks like a meth addict.
0: Oh my god, I'm sorry, Kristen. I think she's really pretty.
1: I'm sure she is, but like, why does she always have her face like... (laughs) She looks like she's about to die. Maybe
0: that's just like her look, her thing. Everyone has a thing.
1: Okay, heroin (laughs) chic, girl, that's 1995. It's 2021. I will
0: say, I adore Robert Pattinson. I think he is... He, we have to add Bo Burnham to this list of potential imaginary future hopeful guests because I I love his content. And I just think that he's really cool. Would,
1: um, let's have Amy Schumer on. No, thank you. <laughs> I, I was expecting way more laughs. I, no, I would. I, Who's
0: yep. one of your dream guests? You should add one other than Adam. Not, that, not to diminish Adam.
1: Oh, um... The
0: mayor of Boston. (laughs) uh,
1: Everybody knows I love Boston. I like to shove cannolis in my ass. Um, That's how much I love Boston.
0: Boston cream, Um, right?
1: That's really funny.
0: Do you think that's what um, Ben Affleck calls it when he comes? Boston cream?
1: I think we should just leave it there. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in tonight to our new beginning of our new podcast. Please be sure to tune in next week when we'll be coming up with some hot facts. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.